who doesn't root for the underdog? <laughs> As I think about Bill and I spending time together, we've been married for a little over eight and a half years now. During this time, we've had ebbs and flows, changing interests, and different decisions about how we spend our time and where we spend our time. We used to spend more time watching football. I'm a cheesehead by birth. I grew up loving the Packers. And my husband, he grew up in Boston, so the Packers did not get the love. He was all about all of the Boston sports teams, and I do mean all of them. His favorite one, and of course the one that came up because I was mostly interested in football, was the New England Patriots. And let's be honest, no matter who they were playing, after a while, I was rooting for the underdog. It's like, dang, damn, they win all the time, and I'm just a little, I just, I just want somebody else to win. So we root for the underdog. Hey, as stepmoms, we can often feel like the underdog. Am I right? So as stepmoms, we have all these cultural labels and assumptions that whether or not people are making them, we're thinking about them and feeling them. So they feel real to us. Some things that we're wrestling with are things that people have spoken to us or spoken over us. And they don't sit very well with us. If you want to know more about what I mean, Check out episode number 114. I'll link it in the show notes. Michaela shares some concrete examples about what that feels like, these things that we're wrestling with. Okay, back to today's episode. You know what it's about? It's about countercultural love. How do we love deeply? All right, let's get to it. It's time for another Sacred Stepmama Shorty. I'm so pumped that you are here. Are you ready? You know what to do. Snag your journals, grab your Bibles, get something good to drink, and sit yourself down on the sofa and create your own Sacred Stepmama Shorty space. You've got 10 minutes. Carve out time for you. Carve out time for you to begin rooting for the underdog. That's you. You need to root for you. Hey, when you model rooting for the underdog, as in taking care of you as a stepmom, other people can't help but notice this increased sense of confidence and clarity that you have in your stepmama role. All right. Hey, let's get to it. I can't wait to get started. Hey, I'm Jen, wife, mom, stepmom, Jesus girl, pickleball lover, chief encourager, a new stepmama friend, and I can't wait to get started. It's time to stop playing small and start reclaiming the boldness and the courageousness that God has already given to you. It's time to stop searching for those divorce lawyers. Instead, it's time to gain wisdom on dealing with difficult in-laws, outlaws, and exes, and become an influential voice in your blended family based on who God says you are. I pray this weekend's episode inspires you to claim God's best for you and your stepfamily. Hey, you're listening to Bold and Blended Stepmoms, and I am so excited to share this weekend's Sacred Stepmama Shorty with you. Let us know how it lands for you. Email me and the team at friends at stepfamilypodcast.com, F-R-I-E-N-D-S at stepfamilypodcast.com. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians 16, 14. You know what it says? Do everything in love. Hey, if you're in the process of memorizing scripture verses, this is an easy one to remember. 1 Corinthians 16, 14, do everything in love. Four simple words strung together that are really difficult to live out. Today, we're talking about being countercultural. When I think about what is love, how do we know when it is present in our step families? 
I think about what's not present. So the absence of love. What is missing when we don't have love? Well, it's pretty dark when we don't have love. (laughs) We can feel lost. We can feel foolish. We can be disobedient. We can feel mean-spirited. I don't know about you, but I have definitely experienced the spirit of impatience. Sidebar comment here. When my mama died and we had her service, there was a woman, I don't know her, but she knew my mom, and she was old in wisdom and years and very short in stature, but loud and purposeful in her speech. What she said to me when I was sharing how I was feeling challenged and all of this loss because my mom died unexpectedly. I said, I'm praying for patience. And she said, oh, honey, no, 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 no. You never pray for patience because God's going to give you lots of opportunities. I am praying against impatience. How about that? Uh, The absence of love is irritation. The absence of love is envy. We do a lot of comparison. One of the most common things I hear from women is, I just want to have a normal family. Sis. That ain't going to happen. It is not going to happen. We don't need a normal family. We need to love the family God has entrusted to us. And who's normal anyway? Normal is so overrated. And normal is cultural. And we do not want to be living the way the world lives. It's so easy to fall into. And we do this comparison of the family that we think we quote unquote should have. Don't get me started on should. That's a whole nother episode. God has entrusted your family, all of those stepkids and all of the bio kids, stepkid turmoil and the angst and anxiety that you experience with the difficult family members or the challenges that you feel when you're looking at your husband and saying, oh my gosh, I didn't really understand what I was getting into. And I don't feel so good about this whole thing right now. It's really unsettling. Instead of focusing on what we thought things would be, focusing on where is God at work? What has he called us to? What is it that he is asking us to do with the gifts that he has given us? Okay, I know some of those gifts, they feel like a white elephant gift, regardless of what they are. We are called to cherish the gifts that he has given to us. Okay, Love, countercultural love. We're going to talk about what that looks like in one hot second. A few more thoughts on what's missing when we don't have love. What is absent? Well, the absence of love is boastfulness. We're very prideful and talk about all the things that we can do in our own power. The absence of love is isolation. And remember, Satan, he's prowling around waiting to pick us off in isolation. This is why we crave community, because God created us to be, to do life in community. And the other idea that I had really ties to scripture is is the sense of it doesn't matter what I have. If I don't have love, I'm just a clanging, noisy symbol. So the absence of love is a lot of chaos and a lot of noise in our heads and in our lives around us. All right, so let's flip the script. Let's look at what God has given to us and what he's calling us to. How do we know when love is present? First, let's go back, put our noses in the good book, and look at the verse before 1 Corinthians 16, 14. And remember, I mean, you can walk away from this podcast having one 
Scripture memorized, do everything in love, 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Verse 13 says, be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. And then our fave fave words of bold and blended is be courageous, be strong. That doesn't mean that we don't have butterflies of fear flying around in our stomachs. What it does mean is that we are focused on what God is directing us to do. We are loving the way that God has called us to love. So how do we know when love is present? The presence of love is light. There's light. You feel lighter. The yoke upon your shoulders feels lighter. The air around you, the interactions with the people, it feels lighter, enjoyable, fun. The presence of love, well, that's salvation. Praise God for salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for saving us. The presence of love is wisdom. Wisdom to know that love in action doesn't feel good all the time. And sometimes it doesn't feel good a lot of the time. The presence of love is obedience. Obedience to God's command that we read right here in 1 Corinthians 16, 14. Do everything in love. That's no small command. That's a huge command. Okay, the presence of love is kindness. When you're feeling light and you're filled with wisdom and you are walking in obedience, you are kind to people. You extend a helping hand. You share a note of encouragement. You want to share what you're experiencing because it feels so good and so right when we are in tune with doing what God has commanded us to do. So love is kindness. And that word again, patience, love is patience. Y'all decide if you want to pray for patience or not. (laughs) No judgment here. Uh, The presence of love is gentleness that there is a gentle spirit about us, that we know life is hard, and yet we can be gentle, willing to do the hard work to love our stepkids and to love the most difficult people in our lives. Even though they aren't kind to us, we can be gentle and patient and kind towards them. Okay, the presence of love is joy. I mean, Jesus' first miracle was at a wedding. That was a party, right? So the presence of love is joy. We're excited and we can't help but share that joy with other people. The presence of love is humility. Yeah, we're going to have plenty of moments to bite our tongues and prevent our eyeballs rolling in our heads. Okay, enough said about that. Uh, The presence of love is family. Your family, your community, that's your mini community where God calls us to get strengthened in one another, in our families, to build each other up. So the presence of love is family. The last thing I want to share about the presence of love is triumphant praise. We are so rip-roaring excited about experiencing success and joy and kindness and light and wisdom in our blended families that we can't help but sing praise about it. When we receive a gift, it it brings us joy and we want to say thank you. We want to share how excited we are that someone took the time to think about us and selected something to give to us. Hey, God loves you and he has selected you as the gift for the family that he has given to you. So let's practice 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and 14. Be on your guard. 
stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and sweet sister, do everything in love. Hey, I'd love to know how this episode lands for you. Send me an email at friends at stepfamilypodcast.com. God bless you, stepmama. If today's episode helped you better understand what God is calling you to do as a stepmom on this stewardship journey, would you share this episode with a friend who needs to know that God loves her, that God has called her and placed her in this family for a very specific reason? In 2023, I am on a mission to reach thousands of new listeners. And the only way I can do that is with your help. So it would be a beautiful blessing if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help us grow this podcast. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you. Catch you next time.